From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to the Anxiety Project podcast number 81. I am Brad Robinson and today I'm talking about anxiety recovery setbacks. There's always going to be setbacks in your journey towards self-mastery, towards mindfulness, towards confidence, but you're going to have setbacks. I see it all the time. People try a few things, few techniques, few strategies. It doesn't work, and then they resort back to their old ways. They resort back to the forums where they continue to talk about the sensations of anxiety. They continue to talk about their setbacks for that reassurance. But in the end, that reassurance does you no good. It keeps you dependent. It keeps you dependent on these forums. It keeps you dependent on these other people uh, that, that reassure you that, you know, everything is going to be fine. But the truth is, knowledge comes, wisdom comes when you venture off into the unknown. And you have to explore that unknown territory yourself. You're going to have to crawl through the mud. You're going to have to suffer in some way in order to gain the wisdom. Being in your safe zone all day long isn't going to help you. It's only going to reinforce that fear. And there's lots of fears, especially with me. There was many fears I had to confront, but I had to do it voluntarily one step at a time, one situation at a time. There would be that situation where it would make me anxious. I would run back home, so to speak, to my safe zone, and that would be a setback for me. That, and this was during my recovery, and I felt awful. So today's episode is all about setbacks, what we can do when we, can, when we do encounter a setback and how we can overcome the negative thoughts that result from that setback. Now, don't set the bar too high. Now, a lot of anxiety sufferers set the bar too high, thinking that when they implement this strategy, their anxiety will go away. That's not the case. You may find the right strategy at number 55 or 65, right? So you tried five ways, but maybe it's number 65 that is the real solution and the real strategy that works for you. So when you set an aim, the journey toward that aim is going to be foggy. That's the unknown territory. You're stepping out into the unknown when you begin this journey. Your aim is to overcome anxiety, but stepping into the unknown, stepping into these new strategies, techniques, and habits 
it's going to be unfamiliar. It's going to be the unknown territory. And you're going to experience some resistance stepping into that area. And when you begin to venture out into the unknown toward the goal, you're going to encounter that resistance, but also that cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is thinking, feeling, and acting in a way you are not accustomed to. The unconscious mind will attempt to pull you back into the habits and those thought patterns you are most familiar with. You practiced anxiety for a long time, and so going out into this unknown territory, you're going to feel that cognitive dissonance. It's going to pull. It's going to try and pull you back to your old ways because the old anxious thought patterns you had, well, that's what was most familiar to you. So, of course, you're going to tr- do whatever you can to go back there, to, to go back to what's most familiar. Because when we go out into the unknown, we want to, there's so much of us that wants to go back to what's most familiar, to our safe zone. And that's really important to understand. So you will experience a day where you fall back into old behavior, old ways of thinking. And this is a setback. One of two things will happen you will beat yourself up over it, causing a lot of negative thoughts to snowball, such as, what if I never change? What's the point? They were right. I'll never overcome this. I'm too weak. This can snowball out of control. Or you use setbacks as fuel to move forward. You say to yourself, failure is necessary for growth. I need to learn what not to do as I journey forward. As long as I keep putting one foot in front of the other every day, I move closer to that goal. Even though you had that setback, think about how much further away you are from that old you. And that will help you move forward. Think of all think of all the breakthroughs you had. Write them down. And this helps you look at the bigger picture, look at the reality of the situation, you know, look how far I've came. I had this setback, but look what I accomplished in the past week, 2 weeks few months, year, think about what you accomplished. And though that setback might be devastating, but it doesn't need to be once you start to think about how far you've come. As I journeyed forward, I experienced many setbacks. Some included calling up loved ones during panic, even though I know I shouldn't have. That was a big one. Avoiding places that make me anxious. Checking Dr. Google for the answers. Entertaining negative thoughts. 
hanging out with negative friends, even though, you know, I shouldn't. I shouldn't be here right now. But it's that voice within me trying to speak. But, you know, I just, I felt so low at the time I would go and hang out with them. Or leaving environments when panic struck. These were setbacks that all occurred to me when I was going through my recovery. You know, I think about how far I've come, you know, all of the anxious situations I faced. But when that anxious, when I faced another anxious situation and then I left and then I avoided it, that only reinforced my fear. But at the same time, it made me feel horrible. Like I felt like, you know, look of look at all the things I've done so far. And then this situation made me fall backwards. And I would beat myself up over it. I would. But I learned by the end of that day, you know, tomorrow, I'm going to prove my old self wrong. And I'm going to put myself back in that anxious situation no matter what. Because I knew after learning about anxiety, I knew that I need to place myself in that situation in order to lessen and loosen the grip of that fear. I need to do that. We are fallible human beings. We can try to be perfect, but we will never succeed. Setbacks always occur. But the more you continue to push through that resistance and practice those new habits, the more disciplined you become. That makes you stronger. Eventually, the little things that used to make you anxious They won't have any impact on you whatsoever. They won't bother you the least. So set a goal. My goal was to overcome anxiety in three months. So I thought, well, I'm going to get myself knowledgeable on what exactly is going on within me. Then from this knowledge, from podcasts, videos, books, I will implement the strategies and techniques mentioned. So I begin to shift my lifestyle around. But I did it very badly. I did it very badly. I was the student. I had to keep reminding myself, I'm the student. I'm not the master. I'm learning about all of this. I'm learning about myself. So I didn't get it at first, but I kept at it. Morning routines, letting go of the things that weighed me down. I was bad at these things. I was bad at meditating. I was bad at exercising. I was bad in social situations. I had a lot of social anxiety. I was bad at all of these things. But I knew I had to keep at it. I knew that there's no way backwards. That no matter what, I'm just going to keep moving forward a little bit at a time. 
So the fool always becomes the master, no matter what. No matter what you do, you're going to be bad at it at first. When you begin to drive a car, you're bad at it. And I drove a car for many years, and then I got a, a, a stick shift. So learning to drive a stick shift was not fun. I remember this so vividly. I was so used to driving manually. I mean, sorry, automatically, that when I started to, to, to drive a stick shift, I had a lot of cognitive dissonance. I was like, I have no idea how to do this. I don't even know if I can really do this. I was so bad at it. I kept stalling the car. But I'm like, well, I bought this car because it was cheaper uh, to buy this stick shift rather than a automatic. And then I was like, I have no, no choice but to learn how to. It's in my driveway. I have to learn this car. So... I kept practicing each and every day. And then after a month, it was automatic in nature. My unconscious picked it up. It became a habit, right? It became unconscious. So that's a great example of keeping at it no matter what, no matter how bad the resistance is. And... The probability of you recovering from anxiety in one shot is zero. People wait around until the right moment, but the right moment is now. There needs to be a big enough drive to move forward. Attach pain to remaining where you are and pleasure to change. Create a vision of what that change looks like. What does that new you look like? When you have setbacks, you realize how much you want to remain, how much you don't want to remain in this state. So when I would get a setback and I would be in that hell, I would realize, man, I really don't want to be here. I hate this state. So look at this like a reminder. This state that I'm in, that I'm in is hell and I want to get out of it. So when I get to this state, I would push through that resistance and then go clean up my room, go clean up the car, go for a walk outside in nature, write in my journal about how I would feel how I was feeling, meditate, do breathing exercises. I would activate my sympathetic nervous system, sorry, my parasympathetic nervous system when my sympathetic nervous system was active. So I would do relaxing exercises. I would, I would engage in those activities that work against my anxiety response. I would use that energy. If I was feeling anxious, I would use that energy to do all of these activities. And then I would feel better. You know, even though I had this setback, you know, my room's a little bit nicer now because I cleaned it and 
you know, my car is looking pretty shiny. Or, you know, I feel good because I went out for an, I did an exercise or I went out for that walk or I did that meditating routine and I feel great. I feel more grounded and connected. So setbacks are a positive thing. You can turn them into a positive thing. You're becoming aware of what you don't like doing. You attach pain to the state you're in and this moves you out of that state at an unconscious level. This is where I don't want to be in this anxious, confused, chaotic state. This is hell. So I'm going to continue down this path towards recovery. You have to stumble forward in order to come close to the goal you made. Just because you are faulty doesn't mean you can't learn. Continue learning. Subject yourself to these role models that you that you found who overcame anxiety, who have gotten better. Wisdom is obtained from our voluntary interactions with that unknown territory, in that fog. How can we learn sitting inside our homes, in our safe zones, day in and day out, not confronting this unknown. The unknown is the place you most fear. When we confront that fear, we learn more about ourselves and we become stronger. We become braver. So stumble forward, but remind yourself of your aim every day. Work towards that aim continuously and you will be better than you were yesterday. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And remember, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's powerful anxiety recovery program is available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project program is downloadable and has the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. What are you waiting for? Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.